I'm Chris. I'm Sandy. And, and this, this is, is Parenting, Parenting Autism. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Parenting Autism Podcast, episode number 102. Uh, If you'd like to find us on the web, we're at parentingautismshow.com, or you can email us at parentingautism at att.net. Those are two ways you can get a hold of us. And here we are today, episode 102. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You're always laughing at me. <laughs> well, I just wait to see what you're going to say when you, you never start know. the episode. You never know. Yep. You so. never know. Anyway, it's been a couple of weeks since we've been on here because we went away to the condo to visit the Coulter family, which was great. Yep. I did post a few things on Facebook and Instagram just to show a few things that we've done lately, trying to stay in touch with the peoples. But um, we're getting ready to turn around and go on our big trip now mm-hmm. so this one wasn't really a vacation <laughs> for me because i worked and right, commuted but right. bryce had a nice vacation from therapies and, and school and he had a nice vacation from school mm-hmm. and you had a nice vacation from school yeah so it's been good and you guys got back on and track work. this week yeah because you only went in like one day each week yeah so yeah. it was good you guys had a good refresher this one we're going to be going away but let's talk a little bit about, I guess, like the past couple of weeks, headlines would be not just the time away at the condo, but uh, this past week, you have taken Bryce uh, an hour north of us up to the Melbourne area uh, to see a psychologist for his neuropsych testing. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about that okay. to the extent that you can, because I understand sure. you didn't go in. And then we'll talk about... I've just been making these notes about things that Bryce is saying because you're like they are funny. You, you've got to put that down. They, I mean, he is just he is just becoming really funny. He is funny, and I think sometimes he intends to be funny, and then other times he doesn't intend to be funny, but it, it strikes us funny. So we're yeah. we're not laughing at him. So I want to really make that clear. Right, right. We're not. He's just enjoyable. Yes. I mean, it's the way things are said. It would be mm-hmm. like if. You like certain comedians, and it's the way they say things and the way that they phrase things that can make you laugh. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel with Bryce. Like, he would be my favorite stand-up right now. It's because it's his delivery, and his yeah. delivery is really funny. Unexpected. Unexpected, because we really don't know what all is going on in his mind. And it's the timing, because he'll be asking us about things, and I'm like, Really? You're thinking about that now? That's another thing. He's asking us a lot more questions. A lot. Like, a lot. I'm so glad I have Alexa and Google to back me up. Right? What did parents do before you could refer? (laughs) go get a dictionary? (laughs) Well, they'd ask their parents, but my parents aren't (laughs) here. But, but, yeah, I mean, there's some things that I don't have the answer to. And 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 if I asked my parents, they wouldn't have the answer either (laughs) to this boy's question. He does have a lot of questions. He does. And we were talking about how well he's doing in in so many regards. Mm -hmm. And he's talking more. But it's not that he's just talking more. Because our goal has been, you know, like working with these different supplements and things is that we would have more language. But it's not that we just have more language. We have more vocabulary, like mm-hmm. different words, new words, new sentences, and new inquiries, and deeper inquiries. You know, that's yeah. that's the difference. And now when we say a word that he doesn't know, he'll say, what does that mean? Yep. So, like, he's very inquisitive and wants to know. And, some, you know, they're common words to us, you know. But True. He just hasn't learned them yet. Right. So he's getting opportunities. to, And then he definitely learns from whatever he's watching and listening to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 
he is very interested in a few of these ads that come on his the iPad. commercials on YouTube. Right? Oh, my goodness. So. Dawn Easy Squeeze. Dawn Easy Squeeze has been a big one for him for a while. And when he saw it in the store, it was like a celebrity sighting. It was hilarious. So we are working on life skills now. And so this week, I've taken him out a couple of times to do some grocery shopping. And then I needed to get cleaning supplies for the office. So we <laughs> went to Sam's Club. So we start out with the toilet paper and the paper towels. And I have to say, I let him get them. And they're heavy because Mm -hmm. it's multiple rolls of Mm -hmm. each. And he wanted to reach high and Mm -hmm. then take two. It took a lot of strength for him to get it from the crate over into the cart. Mm -hmm. And then again from the cart onto the checkout machine. So... That was funny. So we got the paper towels. We did the toilet paper. And um, Miss Page has been going with us, who's his ABA tech. And so she missed all of that part because she had to go somewhere else in the store. So we met up later, and then we went to the cleaning supplies. So on one aisle was pretty much all the things I needed. So it's like what you mentioned. When I went to the next aisle, I was not looking for dish liquid soap because that wasn't on my list. But when he saw Dawn there in the huge size that it is at Sam's Club, he literally stopped in his tracks and he went, Dawn, because he had never seen it in live person. (laughs) And he's like, Mommy, I think we need this. I'm like, I really don't, buddy. We don't need that much and it's not on my list. And I said, but it's not Dawn Easy Squeeze. He's like, yes, but. It's it's blue. It's my oh, it favorite. wasn't the easy squeeze. It was not the easy squeeze. Oh, they had four brands. Easy squeeze is his favorite, right? But f- there had four different types. So I was saying, well, they have this one, this one, this one, this one, and um, he still just loved it. So that was really funny. And then he says, "Mommy, I think you need a mixer." I'm like, "Do I?" And he's like, "You do. I want to get. Mm. I'm going to save up my money and get one for you." I said. Why do I need a mixer? Um, because you need one, and I would love to get it for you because I love you. I said, yeah, what is it about that? We have one. Well, you need a new one. I said, do I? Yes. What What is it about that mixer that you like? The noise? I like the noise, but I like the color. Oh, mm. well, what color is it? It's this light blue. I said, oh, okay. That is his new light favorite color. So I said, well, how much is it? He's like, it's like $200, but I can do paintings and I can get you a mixer. (laughs) I said, well, I appreciate the thought, but we'll use our white one that we have for now. So the other one he likes, uh, I don't even know what the product is. It's, but it's two paws up. It's the fabric Febreze. (laughs) Febreze. Fabrice fabric. Yeah. And it's for a dog spraying the furniture. Uh, but he knows the whole thing. So yeah. all of a sudden he'll randomly start to recite the whole commercial and then he'll get Fabric Fabrice, two paws up. <laughs> and he laughs because oh, yeah. he knows it's funny. He knows it's funny and then he'll yeah. want us to watch it. But yeah. it's when he comes up with that like we're just laying there in the dark and then all of a sudden here comes the commercial yeah, out, you know. Yeah. So funny. It has been funny, and um, so t- before I go into more funny stuff about him, let's talk about the neuropsych visits this week. Yeah, so we had two, and they were each, um, like, testing. Like, I think right now he's testing IQ, like, where he's at grade level. Um, so math, language arts, I th- and writing they've been doing he said that he said he had to do spelling Mm -hmm. and memorization yeah so you know again i didn't realize that i was going to feel that way but you know when he got up to go do his testing and the doctor was like oh dad you can wait here you know yeah like i'm his protector i wasn't allowed in there you sent me a note i sent you a text i'm like you know i'd still feel that way about him like i i just i don't know it's it's we just met the guy and you know you trust people and he went into the room and i was not in there and it, it just felt i understand you know so anyway he went in there when he came out he was all happy he's like daddy we did this and that and i was like oh okay he says but i really worked hard <laughs> he did he says I, I i was in there for two hours daddy i said yeah i know and i said you did a good job 
And so he's like, can I get a special treat because I work so hard? I said, yeah, we go to Chick-fil-A for lunch. And so he was very happy about that. But basically, I'm just taking him there. And originally, it was supposed to be three sessions of two hours each. She's The, the psychologist said that normally, uh, typical kids do this in all-in-one go. Six hours worth of stuff in one appointment, he says. But... With uh, kids like Bryce that have special needs, he just finds that their attention span, they just need a little more time to get through. And, for sure. And we all know that testing for kids on the spectrum is difficult. They do need more time to answer questions. Yeah. So originally it was supposed to be three sessions of two hours. And he says, I think we're going to have to go to four sessions of two hours um, for Bryce. Because I guess he's taken he maybe takes taken longer, a longer to process information. And I told him his yes isn't always his yes, and his no isn't always his no. You know, mm -hmm. it's just so. Right. Well, I'm not in there, so I, I can't help guide. You right. know, and I I feel helpless that way. <laughs> well, it's like you said, protector, control, mm -hmm. all those things. You know, but he's going to have to be tested, and and I believe. My understanding from all of this is to help us identify his strengths, yeah, and then help us identify his weaknesses. Uh, you know, I I think about I have, sorry I'm cutting you okay. off, but I I think about school specifically, and you know when he's doing his review questions, the question isn't always posed in a simple way, right? And I, I don't really know how to describe that, but so. He'll say, Daddy, I need help with this review question. And it's the way they word it, it's just really complicated to read. And I'll rephrase it in a simple sentence. Well, you know, Johnny doesn't like to go outside during the day. Why doesn't Johnny want to go outside? You know, and, yeah. and so, and they might insert all these other kind of words that aren't relevant to the question. And I, I just do it in a simple way for and him. they probably do that i'm just thinking out loud is they're trying to expand his exposure to language mm -hmm. and more words yeah because bryce definitely is still in that first circle of essential words mm -hmm. <laughs> i guess you could say right and he hasn't he's learning and that's what's been coming out more mm -hmm. is he's he's going into deeper layers of language yeah which is good yeah. but he still has a lot of comprehension you yeah. know, um, yeah, so they're going to identify his strengths, his weaknesses. It will help us know what's the best curriculum uh, curriculum for him as mm -hmm. we go into fourth grade and what kind of supports he might need. Um, I feel like it's going to be very beneficial. It's definitely the right timing to do this for him. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, so when we knew he was going to be doing this, I had mentioned to you, like, let's not use the word test because it's almost like a a word he may be resistant mm -hmm. to, right? Yeah. We just said, he's going to ask you a lot of questions. You're going to go talk to the doctor. Remember we met him and he asked you some questions? Well, he's going to be asking you a lot of questions this time. So when I saw him on Monday and I picked him up from therapy, because I hadn't seen you mm -hmm. to really have any idea of how it went down, other than when you told me that I knew he went in with the doctor alone. Mm -hmm. So I said, so... How was it today at the doctor's? Did he ask you a lot? He goes, it was a test, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> it was? <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> He's like, yes, it was two hours of tests and a lot of questions. And I worked really hard. Yeah. I, I'm too tired, mommy. I don't think I can do anything else. I have worked four hours today. Yes, with therapy. Right, right, because he had two hours yeah. of therapy. So I said, really? Oh, I yeah. said, he goes, I think I need to rest when I get home. I said, well, Miss Page is going to be there. I don't know what we're doing tonight. And he goes, I, I need to rest. I said, okay, so you're really tired from your four hours of work? Yes. I said, okay, so we won't get your iPad. We won't do any games. You just go right to bed and you rest. You deserve it. <laughs> Well, I might not be too tired to play my game, but I do need to take a break. Yeah, I said, yeah. yeah, okay. Called his bluff. I did. So I said, well, the good news is, is I don't think you're doing any table work with Miss Page today because we're going to go shopping and we're going to go to Aldi's and we're going to do some grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I said, is that okay with you? Yes. All right. I said, and then I heard that they may have your gluten-free donuts 
as an Aldi find right now, but I don't know for sure if they're in this store, but we will look for them. So if you do a really good job of finding all the other foods, that's where we'll go last. So he was all in. And what I'm doing with him is having him read the signs so that he understands the importance Mm -hmm. of being able to read to identify where to locate things. So we did that. And, you know, I'm not expecting him to do everything independently now. We're just kind of getting him warm and in the section. If he passes by, well, we'll read this one again, read that one. He struggles with some words. Most of the words he was able to read and identify them, which was great. And then um, we would just, and then I was teaching him too that if you read the word on the, like on the counter where they have it, the shelf, Mm -hmm. then normally that food is above it. Mm -hmm. So just teaching him those little things to kind of help him learn how to locate, Mm -hmm. you know, things in the grocery store. So we get through everything. We found everything that we went for. And then we went and we did find the donuts. So I said, I had already picked him up four boxes of the chocolate mm-hmm. ones because it is an Aldi fine and mm-hmm. it's here today, gone tomorrow. To and so we had enough room in the freezer to put those four in there. And again, we use those as special treats. So it's not like he has donuts every day. And um, he, I said, do you want to get more do- chocolate or do you want to get glazed? Cause he also likes glazed donuts. So he's like, uh, I think we need to get glazed. I said, okay, well, we got room for two more boxes. So you want to get two boxes of glazed? Yes. Okay, so he got those. So then we're driving home, and he's, oh, wait, first we get in line, and I said, I'm really proud of you, Bryce, for how well you d-. I said, I'm really proud of you, Bryce. You did a great job. He goes, oh, not complaining? <laughs> <laughs> and the lady in front of me turned around, and she just started laughing. I said, well, I am proud that you didn't complain, but I'm also proud that you did a great job finding all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was also teaching him the importance of knowing your place in line, mm-hmm. how to identify where the end of the line is so you're That's not good. cutting in front of people, mm-hmm. understanding that you have to pay attention to keep moving in line so that people behind you can continue to move these are like important things that honestly he's not gonna pick up on right now unless they're really taught to him Mm -hmm. so we went through that so we get in the car and bryce is a bit of a math wizard and so he says so mommy how much are my points to get a chocolate donut because he uses his points i hate uh, receives treat. right yeah. so i said well i believe that it's four points isn't it because he knows and he's like yes okay so the glazed donuts i only have two boxes of glazed donuts i have four boxes of chocolate donuts the glazed donuts are more rare i think they should be worth more points they should be worth <laughs> eight points <laughs> Yep, that's good math. I said, you, my son, understand the power of supply and demand. Well, you know what? That (laughs) is really good. That's a recent subject that we're doing in social studies is Johnny has a lemonade stand and he also sells pretzels, but he didn't make enough pretzels and there's a lot of people in line that want the pretzels. What happens to the price? Does it go up? or go down or stay the same so he supply said it and goes demand. up and so that's that's probably where he got there that. you go yeah. he got it yeah. and he applied it mm-hmm. and so on his uh his whatever we have on the refrigerator his points there yeah he's got eight for glazed four for chocolate <laughs> so that was really great and he told me too you know the daddy and the glazed are more rare yeah. yeah, that's it. So yeah. he knows that. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was really good. I, I took him, uh, like I said, to Aldi on Monday. He was excited to go again on Tuesday, um, but we didn't do the groceries. I We just didn't have enough time after Taco Tuesday, but we took him to Dollar Tree. Uh, he was trying to find a fidget because he understands that he needs to do something with his hands to help him concentrate. I'm wondering, he was shopping for that on Tuesday. I wonder if the doctor had something for him to help him concentrate. And I didn't think of that until just now when we were talking. But yeah. I think I'm going to ask him about that because I'm like, where did that come from that he wanted a spiky ball? Well, he's wanted one for a little while. I mean, we've been I shopping for it. Like curious. I said, we were in the dollar yeah, store before Yeah, I know. We've looked before. It, so. I am cu- curious 
if he did give him anything to help him focus. So I'm going to ask him that mm-hmm. when we get done. But anyway, having said that, um, and then Thursday, we took him to Walmart for that. So it's really good. You know, I'm enjoying this. Our ABA is definitely developing to be more outside of the home life skills than inside of the home um it's hard for me right now to coordinate social dates with him but um other kids are when the summer comes we'll be able to do that more but i do think just interactions so i was telling you when we went to sam's club we went through the line with a cashier instead of self-scanning which is what we will normally do Mm -hmm. but um we went through, and the girl, I was going to say that she's like 16, mm-hmm. 17, probably working the cashier, uh, the register. So then Bryce asked her something. He was, forget the kind, he was trying to have a conversation mm-hmm. with her. And it, it's very awkward for him, but he was fidgety, like he didn't know what to do. He was nervous, but he wanted to talk to her. She was wearing braces. I honestly thought he was going to ask her something about mm-hmm. her braces, but he didn't. And he was asking her, he was talking about something that was, oh, he was telling her how he lifted the paper towels. Mm. So he wanted to tell her that. And then he says to her, he was trying to say to her, what did you call me? And then she looked at him. She's like looking at me like, what, what did he say? I said, I think he's asking what you called him, but I didn't think you called him anything. And then he's like, did you call me a kid? And she's like, <laughs> No. And I could tell she was like, she didn't know what to do. And I said, well, she'll call you Bryce if you tell her what your name is. And so he goes, oh, my name is Bryce. So then she's like, oh, okay. Well, thank you, Bryce. Have a good day. And he was like, oh, okay. And then he jumped up and down and then yeah. we checked out. So I was making these mental notes like he just needs that opportunity mm-hmm. um, to encounter with strangers that he doesn't know, but learning how to have an exchange of conversation. Because he can do it with us. Again, he can do it with Miss Page very comfortably. I mean, I listen to him have conversations with her. He'll ask her how her day was. He does all these things that they've practiced together. Mm-hmm. But we have to learn how to take it outside of here into the real world. So those are the things we're working on, and that's pretty cool. Um, some fun things that we did during uh, the couple weeks that we were out at the condo, we took him blueberry picking. And that was a fun thing for us. <laughs> I think the adults enjoyed it more than Bryce. Yeah. But Bryce saw this little tractor that's probably made for kids who are four or five years old. And Bryce is quite tall for his age. And uh, he was determined to ride it. And they had three of them. And he'd get on one, and his knees are like up to his chin. But he'd try, and he'd try. I saw he really wanted to do it. So finally, I took one, and I took it over to the grove where Auntie Sue and Uncle Craig were. And I said, go ahead and ride it, buddy. And so he's just like working his way down the aisle. And and it was good. He just needed to have that experience. Something to do. Something to do. It caught his eye. And then I think he said to me, I think I might be too big for this. And I said, I think you might be, you know, but that's okay. You had fun with it. And he could recognize that. But while we were there also, there was a little boy, and he was probably four or five, I would guess. And he was hiding inside of this uh playground apparatus and i don't remember what it was but i just remember you couldn't see him unless you looked in so bryce looked in and saw him and bryce went immediately to compassion and concern for him Mm -hmm. so he's like oh no it's not safe in there and so he's telling this boy oh no you're not safe in there come here i will help you out oh no and the little boy's looking at him like dude i'm i'm good and i'm hiding and then the sister came over because bryce revealed his hiding spot and then she's like okay we need to go now and bryce is like oh be careful be careful and the boy's trying to get out and then bryce is like walking along the outside to help him and then the boy really didn't know what to do and he walks to the back and then Bryce was like okay you're out and you're safe okay I just wanted to make sure that you would be okay and then the kids ran off and it's like kids don't know how to react to that you know where Mm -hmm. I'm just like melting like oh he's such a caring kid you Mm -hmm. know I don't I don't want to critique him on anything on that because honestly I want him to maintain that concern and he didn't do anything wrong Mm -hmm. um it's just that sometimes People aren't going to understand him, and he's probably going to be more drawn to adults in a lot of ways because adults understand that more, you know. But it was really sweet. I mean, it, it really, really was. And I know you missed that because you were down yeah, picking did. your berries, but yeah, yeah, that was just another thing. But he was around the kids. He just 
you know, it's just that interacting thing. But he did okay. The other kids were playing inside of this large, uh, it was like an open circular apparatus. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. But anyway, they were they were in there and doing different things. And honestly, I watched these kids playing and they could get hurt, you know? So like I always, you talk about being protective. It's like I want Bryce to get involved with kids, but I also don't want him to get hurt, Mm -hmm. like physically hurt, because we know the drama that will come with that. But he knows that he doesn't want to get hurt, so he just kind of stays back and watches and observes and and jumps. And, you know, it's just, it's good for him to get outside. It's good for him to have this exposure. Uh, When I don't know the kids, it's more difficult for me as his mom to just teach him how to engage with them. But if I know the kids, you know, it's a lot easier for me. So that's, you know, it's stuff that we'll have to work on, too, because he is still a, a kid and I want him to be a kid. You know, if he sees a playground, he gets excited. I want him to be able to go and play with the kids. You know what I mean? So I think the the whole reason I wanted to go to that you pick farm was I wanted to put together, you know, food that we buy from the store to where it really comes from, you know, and. I had never been to you pick farm, and I know you grew up picking vegetables. You know, at, at home. We at had home. a garden, so we got our veggies out yeah. of the garden, and I had a lot of fruit trees around. The so Bryce doesn't have that here in Florida, so we drove a little over an hour to get to the you pick farm, and the blueberry bushes—they must have been six or seven feet tall, and just rows and rows and rows and rows yeah. and millions of blueberries, yeah. and. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy that we were able to do that. And, you know, he could say that he did that and knows. That's a good point. And when I take him to the grocery store the next time when we pick out blueberries, mm-hmm. I'll put that reminder to him. Like, remember when we went and mm-hmm. we picked those out? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah so it good. is really good. So I'm trying to think what else we did. So he did pretty good in the pool, swimming. Well, okay, let's not say that. He did pretty good in the pool playing. <laughs> Yeah. But he's still very uh, apprehensive. That's yes. it. About putting his face in the water completely, submerging his face to swim. So we're going to be working on that this summer. That's going to be the goal. Yeah. yeah. I, I think because of the development that he's had, I know we've given him swim lessons a couple of times. I think I feel safe saying that if he fell in, he could get back to the edge. Yeah. But it's... It's, it's a dangerous environment still for him if he's not being supervised. So I'll feel more comfortable when he can just be like a fish like the other kids, I, if it's possible. Right. Um, you know, I'll feel more comfortable about that because it is the number one reason. For drowning is a big is the number one cause, cause of, of death. death for yep. autistic kids. He didn't wear his life jacket this time. No, we didn't, didn't think about it. Does it still fit him? It. I don't know. We'll have to check it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see it until after we came back. Yeah. So he was, but he didn't have his life jacket. Mm. He didn't, he hasn't worn floaties in a long time. He likes the mask and snorkel, which, you know what? I did too, because I never liked getting the water up my nose and it burned and the chlorine and all of that. It's like a safety for me and you can play more and yeah, he likes I that. I mean, I'm not a big underwater person either. I wear goggles, but Brittany was saying, you know, all oh, the kids, they, they go under the water, they, they open their eyes and they swim through a hula hoop. And I'm like, how? I don't even know how they open their eyes. How it do would they burn. do that? It burns so bad. Yeah. But I don't maybe know. Maybe some people, it's maybe it's the tolerance, the pains. Maybe. The excitement of doing it is more tolerable than the pain you feel i I, I don't don't know know. i don't know how that works for me personally not a fan of opening my eyes and and bryce laughs all the time because he's always having so much fun so every time he goes (laughs) under even accidentally he gets water in his mouth because he's so happy yeah you know so we're like you gotta keep your mouth closed and then making all kinds of weird sounds yeah but he had so much fun but i did notice that because he's taller now he feels comfortable going along the entire edge of the pool, even down to the five feet, which would be over his head, mm-hmm. and the six feet if he's holding on to the edge. And that's the part that makes me nervous because, you know, he could reach out for something and then you just lose your balance and now you're in over your head. Mm-hmm. And like you said, would he be able to swim back to the edge? Don't really want to test the theory that's the right thing, now. If he's but going he to could. chase a ball or something, then he could wind up in the deep end and right. not even realize it. That's it. So we're <laughs> trying to show him the numbers on the side. 
you know, and this is like with all kids, if they're not strong in swimming, listen, we moved here to Florida from Indiana, we were not strong swimmers. Um, so we had to learn that, but we wanted to be in the pool. It's fun. It's exciting. And you have to remember, okay, you can't go past that four or you can't go past, you yeah. know, that five. So, uh, I, I think that will be a fun thing to work on this summer with him, but I'm glad he had a good time. We had him outdoor a lot. We went to the airport, the local small airport and watched the planes while we're eating lunch. Yeah, you guys, he thoroughly yeah. enjoyed that. We went several times. Yeah. Yeah. I think you ended up going and two or three that's times. Cause he's much more engaged now. Yeah. With, and we got this app. I want to oh, say yeah, it's yeah. called flight aware 24 or flight tracker 24 it has 24 on the end. So you can see, all the aircraft like that are flying over your house or wherever you are. So we had that at the airport. And then I found a website, which I can't remember the name of it, but uh, you can hear the air traffic control tower. So when we were at the airport, we had all that set up and we could tell when planes were coming for really the cool. landing and, and what type of plane they were. It gives you a little picture of what the plane is. So. That's what he's showing me. So what I'm seeing on the side is what he's seeing as a dot. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it tells you the altitude, tells you their speed. So, you know, if they're coming or coming down or if they're taking off. So it's he's just got renewed his love for airplanes and he's flying the flight simulator all the time now. (laughs) It's at a high time. It is. All time. So that was special. We did run into a couple of things with his hearing sensitivity i guess we went over hyperacusis last time on the show I we believe. did yeah and so now we know that it's not hyperacusis it's just bryce's reaction to certain sounds that we have to uh, help him with and so i'm really hoping the psychologist can help him and help us help him with these sounds because we ran into a couple of situations where we didn't have the headphones. Um, one was at the airport, and he wanted to go outside and listen to the airplanes, but it was too loud, so he came back in. But the the one that stands out to me is the dinner when we went. Where it was the the dinner for vacation. It was going to be the fancy dinner. Yeah, on the everybody ocean. was going to enjoy ourselves yeah. and. And uh, I, I think I even mentioned, should we take him over to your mom's? And we're like, no, he's done okay there in the past. So it shouldn't be a problem. Uh, so, okay. So it was a Wednesday night, you yep. know, not a middle of the week. Middle of the week. We thought it might not be too crowded. Yep. So for whatever reason, the those few days in the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we had tornado watches going on and we're actually under a tornado warning or something but it was passing we could see the radar here in florida it doesn't stay overcast for days like it does up north so if you have a storm it's just gonna kind of blow by or blow through so we were at a we were at the house and my family was at the condo so they were leaving to go to the restaurant and we were leaving, so we were kind of waiting for the storm to pass so that we could take the roads that we needed to to get to the restaurant because we had a reservation. So we get to the restaurant, and the first thing we noticed was the tree, a large palm tree in the front of the restaurant was snapped in half, and it was completely snapped over. Like falling forward. Falling over, yeah. yep. And I'm like, okay. So we go up the ramp to the door where the outdoor seating is, and all the tables and chairs were overturned. And we're like, oh, wow. And the outdoor bar was shuttered. And we're like, oh, boy, this must have been a mess a few minutes ago, right? Right. Because we had gotten there literally right after the storm came through. And so we go in to inquire about the reservation and you're hit with a wall of sound of people talking there's loud music and not just talking laughing oh yeah it was like loud conversation bar scene moved indoors it's like when you have a couple of people (laughs) it's quiet because you don't have to talk over anybody to hear the other person but there were so many people in the restaurant everybody was talking over everybody else and so it was really loud and so we put two and two together okay well all the the 
people right. that had been drinking at the bar came in and was at the indoor bar and they brought the band in from outside <laughs> and we didn't have the headphones because our truck was being serviced and you had uh, taken them out taken them out and we didn't have them with us and Bryce walked in there, and he's like, Daddy, I cannot stay in here. I need to go outside. I need to go outside. I said, His okay. wording was, I cannot survive in here. Yeah, I cannot survive in here. And so I said, okay. And the lady was super sweet about it. She's like, well, we're going to seat you over in the back. All of our private rooms are booked, so I can't get you into a, a room. But um, she said, we're going to seat you over here. I said, okay, Bryce, well, can you just walk over here with me and let me know if – that's going to be okay for you. And so he was really good about it. And he walked over there with me and he's like, daddy, no, I can't. This is too loud. I have to leave. I have to leave. So I said, okay. So we went outside and, uh, we just ended up deciding that let them have dinner there. Yep. We'll find somewhere else. Yep. And, um, it just, some of the times when we went out, it just seemed like, there was going to be a crying baby there or there was going to be something. Well, that did happen when we went to the Mexican place, the three of us. Yeah. We walked in. We oh, yeah. go over it's to our after booth. vacation. Yeah. yeah it was after yeah, vacation yeah. last week. And it was late. It was yeah. last Sunday night. And we go in and we're, we're already hungry. like hungry. Yeah. It's almost eight o'clock, which I don't eat that late. I said, let's go to the place closer to our house. Right. That way we'll just eat and go home real quick instead of going across the other way to the other Mexican place that we usually eat at. Yes. We walk in and there was a, a child that was probably yeah. one yeah. somewhere go, in that range. Oh, she was crying. Hey, baby. And, um, I knew me and you took Bryce to the bathroom. I took him to the bathroom. But the mom wanted to eat her meal, so she wasn't picking her up. So she yeah. just kept crying. And then but the while mom- we were in the bathroom, she picked her up out of the chair. Yep. She stopped crying. Yep. And I thought if I took Bryce to the bathroom, that would give the baby a chance to calm down yep. and stop crying. And that's what happened. But I didn't know that mom had picked her up out of what her chair. Yeah. So when we were, were at ta- the Mexican when restaurant. we went to the Mexican place and that baby was there, and we remember? came out of the bathroom and mommy had put her back into her high chair and the baby did not like that so what did the baby do didn't she go to the bathroom no the baby remember we walked in the baby was what was the baby doing when we walked in crying yeah exactly crying. so, so the, what do we do do we stay or do we leave we had to leave. We had yeah, to leave. We had to leave. So. Yeah, that was it. And then we went to our other Mexican <laughs> place, and we found a new dish that we liked. We there, did. So. It, we, you know, we it always find the silver out, lining. Right? Yes, so, exactly. Anyway. Bryce, is there something you want to tell us? Oh, we got we got a surprise for you. Oh, yeah. Bryce has a surprise for you, listeners. Come here. What's the surprise, Bryce? Can you tell them, or are you trying to show All them? Right. Turn around the camera, mommy. There's no I camera, I don't have buddy. a camera, dude. <laughs> no. Use the, here, turn around. The, use, use the joystick button and keep it. Bryce is okay. f- using his favorite. What app is this? Turbo Prop Flight Simulator. Yeah. yeah. A, it's app. a golden PV40. <gasps> That's uh, beautiful. the names of all the planes. He got a golden plane. What kind is it, Bryce? A PV40. Wow, and it's gold color, which you know Bryce loves all things gold. That's beautiful. Thanks, Thanks for, for showing, showing us. me. I yeah, love that. You have to try to change the color pretty good to make it gold. Well, I think oh, you did a good job. You. Bye. Bye, honey. <laughs> At least he said bye this time. He did. So he did good. Um, yeah, so those are kind of some of the highlights that's been happening. So we were talking about deep conversations that we've been having. So... You know, I just feel like we've been talking about death and um, cremation versus burials mm, and yeah. why people do that. Did that come up in school somewhere? How did that come on the radar? I mean, if it didn't, I, I don't know what I think, prompted you know, that conversation. We talked about Grandma Roro. Grandma Roro came up at some point. Okay. And we, we talked about that. And I'm sure we've talked about my parents at some point. So I figured it was probably something recent. So here's what I, I think it was Grandma Rover. He had this conversation with me, and you weren't there. I don't know if I shared this with you or not. But he said, Mommy, 
again, random, out of nowhere. Why is it? Why is it less money to get cremated? Yeah, and I, told I them that. right, yeah. I figured. So I said, well, I don't know. It's just less money to do that because if you do a regular burial, you have to get a casket and you have to bury. And he goes, okay, well, when I die, I want to be buried in the hole. <laughs> I said, okay. He goes, I want to be buried in the hole in the military cemetery because I want to fly planes for the United States Air Force. Yeah. I said, okay. Pretty amazing. And what do you say? I mean, these are the kind of conversations that come out of him. I I mean, most recently, he's decided that he wants to join the Air Force and... We we met someone from the Air Force the other day at the doctor's office, as a matter of fact, and he's like, why why do, why does he wear those colors? I said, well, that's his uniform for the Air Force, and he says, oh, um, he says, well, when can I get one? And I said, well, when you're 16 or 18 or whenever it is that you can Keep sign up. Keep telling him 18. For the he's Air Force. He's gonna hold us to it, please. <laughs> and he says, okay, he says. I don't need the uniform. I just want to fly planes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny. He's just really on this kick about, I think he's narrowed down which his favorite airplanes are because he was on the teeter between the Navy and the Air Force. Yeah, and I think also the Army has some, and the Marines, you know, they all have explaining uh, helicopters all the and things. But yeah. I think. The more he's learning about the planes that he likes, that most of them are in the Air, Air Force. Force. Yeah. So. so, yeah, he's thinking a lot about flying. He's also thinking a lot about death. And mm-hmm. he said to me, after we went grocery shopping, he says, um, I need to get a credit card after you die. I <laughs> <laughs> said, so you can buy groceries? Yes. I said, well, don't worry. I'm not planning on dying anytime soon. And he yeah. says, Oh, okay, good. I'm happy to know that. And I said, yeah, you don't need to be worrying about that. And he said, well, will you, will, will you die before me? I don't know. I said, usually that's how that works. Oh, if I die first, will you be really sad? Uh, yes, I would be. I don't want that to happen. But don't worry, me and Daddy, we've got plans you won't have to worry about. You can have a credit card and you'll have money and you'll be able to get food. So I don't want you to be worrying about that. Okay. And then probably my favorite question that he asked me randomly, Mm -hmm. he was staring at me and he (laughs) says, mommy, (laughs) what are those parts above your hips? (laughs) (laughs) That was classic. Yeah, that was classic. Yep. So I gave him the explanation about breastuses. Oh, I said, well, that's where you drank your milk when you were a baby. Oh, okay. And then he moved on. I didn't get any. And you know what? No more questions have come up about that since. But he did last night. I bet night. I'm getting a lot more about. <laughs> right. Mommy, did I come out of your leg when I was born? <laughs> where did I come out? Yep. That one came out again. I said, oh, I used to tell him my tummy. And I said, well, no, you came out from between my legs. What did your was your winky opened up? Yep. <laughs> did it hurt? Yep. And then God closed it back up. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Oh my goodness. Uh, and this is oh the best part about that was me and you were out on the couch because it's our thirty minutes to watch a show while he takes his salt bath, right? Yeah. Mommy, I need to ask you a question. All right. And I put it on mute. He, says, you need to he come goes, in no, here, you need mommy. to come here, open the doors, yeah. so I can see your answer. I said, okay. <laughs> so I can see your answer. <laughs> then I open the door, and he's like, mommy, did I, how did I come out of your leg? <laughs> then it went back there. And then he had also asked me if I had any other babies. And mm-hmm. so I said, yeah. well, I, you actually, you did have a brother right before you. So I had to explain to him how Malachi died. Is that a rare thing? Yes, that's a rare thing. It's not likely to happen. But I told him, I said, well, God had to take Malachi out so that he could put you in. 
because mm-hmm. you came in right after he left. Mm-hmm. So he's in heaven and now he watches over us. And so, uh, you know, so he's that also asking question is coming back up a few times. He's asking about your brother. He's asking about my brother. So my brother has diet, myotonic dystrophy one, which is, um, it's a it's a debilitating muscle disease and he's getting weaker. And so my parents are now moving into my brother's house so that they'll be able to take care of him and it's something we've been wanting for the past year since he was diagnosed, but God's Price timing. Is, he's but asking all kinds of he questions is. about diseases, when you get them. How do do I have them? the disease? Yeah. Do I have to worry? You know, that kind of thing. Because I'm trying to prepare him that Uncle B-Dog is gonna probably have to walk like papa with the walker and you know eventually his muscles aren't gonna work as well and so you know it's but bryce likes deep conversations you might be like why are you telling this kid all that no he this is what we're saying the questions keep coming because he's just wanting to learn and Mm -hmm. he's truly interested and even we're getting ready to go on this trip and we're going to do a lot of history on this trip because we're going to jamestown we're going to dc we're going to philly and um, he's wanting to know what people used to do. Those are the questions that are coming up. And so we'll be able to teach him a lot. It's like his his brain is primed and ready for this information. But Yep. I'm trying well, to see if I had any other funny things that I wanted to bring up. He said some funny things. He has brought up some funny things. Okay, this last more. one I will share. I know there are more. This one was kind of funny because... I will just say this. We live in the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. (laughs) It has grown tremendously. It has outgrown its infrastructure. It's pretty crazy. And there's many things that we do not like about Port St. Lucie now because it's just too many people in a... A lot of traffic. A lot of traffic, Mm, a lot of construction. Just it's a little too much. So we would like to get out of Port St. Lucie, Mm -hmm. you and I. Yeah. But with Bryce, Bryce, of course. With Bryce, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's just he's not pressing to get out. So you ask him in a general question. You were I was here oh, yeah, working was that school. day, so yep. I could Social hear studies. Social studies. And the guy was explaining, the teacher on there was explaining. All right, so I asked the students, what do you like about the city where you live? And they were all like, oh, it's boring and something. But he's like, well, what do you like about it? And the kids were saying, and he was giving examples. He said, you know, they like the park and they like that they feel safe. And so there are good things about your city. So you said to Bryce. I paused it. Bryce, tell me, what do you like about Port St. Lucie? And I'm in the other room listening. And he's like, "Um, I like the code. And you're like, you like the code? And he's yeah, like, like, yeah, you know. And I was going to let it go because sometimes <laughs> you just don't understand what he's talking about. And I just move on to the next thing. And I was getting ready to move on. I'm like, okay, that'll come up some other time. So I, I think I yelled out, he means the zip code. And then, because no, he started to say because he started to say, yeah, he's like, well, three, you, know, you know, the address, three, four, the three four, nine. <laughs> and I knew that's what he because you were still a little lost. And he comes out with it, and we're like, yeah. yeah. So that's what Bryce loves best about Port St. Lucie is our zip code three four nine five three. And you started laughing. You're like, yeah, son, that is about the best thing about Port St. Lucie. <laughs> So that's my favorite thing too. Is that's about it? The zip code. Oh my gosh! So that was pretty funny. Uh, I, listen, it's it. It was a really nice place to live here, and it, you know, for some people, it still is. But I'm I'm ready. I know my anxiety level is. It it can't tolerate. It's high in where traffic. we're at. Yeah. I know. But so, anyway, so anyway. that's pretty funny. But on that no- <clears throat> note, I have been teaching Bryce about. I want him to say I, 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 the Bible verse about, you know, casting all your care on God, mm-hmm. you know, all your anxiety, give you all your worries to God because he, he loves you. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's been repeating that. And that he, sorry, I'm getting choked up. <clears throat> Not because I'm crying because I have issues. But um, so I've been telling him also because he has all this negative self-talk about wanting to hurt himself. Yeah. So I've said to him, okay. I want you to say, I love myself. Hmm. I want you to say, I love myself because you do. Who loves you? Jesus loves you. Mommy loves you. Daddy loves you. So many people love you. You need to love yourself. So I've just been kind of putting that here and there. So when Paige and I were shopping with him the other day, he just randomly said, I am at peace. Oh, it was at the taco place. He goes, I am at peace and I love myself. Hmm. I'm like, yes. He said it. that on vacation. He says, Daddy, 
I like being on vacation because I'm at peace. Yep. So he was at peace at Taco Tuesday, too, which is great because we were back into regular routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he can still feel that. So that's good. Yeah. And, yeah. and I do believe his anxiety has come down quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Still got a lot of issues we're working on, people. <laughs> I oh, mean, yeah, for sure. We tried to share the good, the bad, the ugly here. Um, they pop up. We slam them down. Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, mm-hmm. that's what you keep doing. But he's doing great. He's He is definitely still struggling with writing. That at the, Mom and I went to lunch yesterday. I took her out early for Mother's Day because we're gone next weekend. And we we're talking about how, you know, he's loving all this aviation. And Mom's like, he would be such, you know, I want him to be a pilot if that's what he wants to be. And and I was saying, you know, we're going to learn how to educate him and, and help him, you know, play to his strengths. That's why it's important to do all this testing. And I said, writing is just, it's truly, it's call it what it is. It's a learning disability for him. He is having a very difficult yeah. time learning how to write. There's a disconnect between There's a his disconnect. hand, his brain, and his eyes. And remembering. There. Yeah, yeah, there's a, a serious issue there. He can read. Yep. He's been very much impressing me with his reading. I, I do, too. And that's yeah. what mom and I were saying. I think it's from the stroke. Yeah. So having said that, that's going to be a learning disability for him. She goes, well, everybody else can write everything else for him, and he can just do his job. And I'm like, amen, sister. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what it's going to be you know plenty of people can learn how to work around their workarounds anymore you know there's talk to text they don't even teach cursive anymore and you know it's he's going to still be able to do a lot in this life even if he can't really do the writing part Mm -hmm. and if that's what we have to find alternatives for him because of his brain and the way that it rewired then so be it. We mm-hmm. can do that. You know, if that's the worst of it, that day that we were in the hospital and they told us what had happened to him. And all the stuff that and came And all the stuff it. that could happen. All I said, is he going to live? Because we can deal with everything else. I just want to know, is, is he going to live? And she was like, I really believe he is going to live. I said, okay, then we can deal with the rest. And that's what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And we just said by age 10, we'll have a better idea of where he's at. And where he needs to go, and tennis coming up in October, and we're really it's the picture's becoming more clear of what we need to do and mm. and how we need to do it, and and yep. I'm at, I'm at peace, and I love myself. <laughs> so there we go, and peace. I think we can wrap it up with that. Peace out. Peace out. Anything else you want to share today? <laughs> That's it. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. We're going to be away for a little while longer. We'll be back in a couple yeah, of weeks. A couple more weeks. I'm sure I will be posting stuff on social media with our um, our travels. So if you want to kind of follow our follow our trip, you can do that. For everyone who has donated to Bryce for this trip, we thank you for that. Um, mm-hmm. Because he had so many donations, it exceeded our goal of $2,000. And we got three more paintings to finish today. But we've been able to expand this from three days in Philly to a whole trip you know, to help him and well, we and able... still donate right now $1,400 to the Autism Foundation, right. which is wonderful. And they matched it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's great. been wonderful. Great. So, uh, anyway, thanks for uh, ha- hanging in there with us. I know we're not on every week and some people like podcasts that are on every week, but we do the best we can and we appreciate those listeners out there that stick with us and, and hopefully we're helping you. So. Hopefully. Yep. All right. Well, have a good day, and we'll chat again soon. See you next time. Bye. Bye.